This is a restless Christmas greeting. Welcome back to Restless here in Winsome Winter. It is Christmas time, Pastor Michael. We've got our eggnog. We're sitting around a tree right now. Not really. We're just like, we are just enjoying the holiday spirit. We both got ugly Christmas sweaters on. Mm -hmm. That's the vibe we're going for. That is the vibe we're going for. And as we decidedly come out on, we are pro-Christmas to the shrieks and horror of the people who view themselves as the true Puritans. I would like to come on today. I didn't tell Pastor Michael what our Christmas greeting would involve. I would like to come on and I would like to have us tell everyone to be more like Santa Claus. Wow. All right. More like Santa Claus. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Pastor Michael. Now, admittedly, that is a bit of a a clickbaity way to put this. I feel like that's a way of saying I wish everyone didn't exist. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that what you're saying? No, what I'm okay. saying is I wish... I wish in our, I just wish in the Christian church, we had more leaders and more people like St. Nicholas of Myra. The real St. Nick. The real St. Nick. And, and here's why. I was just reflecting on this the other day. So when you, um, when you become young, restless, and reformed, what do you learn, probably from Mark Driscoll, about good old St. Nicholas of Myra? Uh, you right away learned that he went and he slapped Arius in the face. That's, that is what uh, all of us know him for. That's what we uh, are regularly discuss. This is uh, how we remember St. Nick. Exactly. And I would, I actually think it'd be a great, it's a great t-shirt idea. You know, one of the parts of that story that I don't know is as widely shared is that he was actually censured for that action. Um, but right, he is. Which, the, by the way, would be great for uh, us YRR <laughs> young men to have heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That that it that they weren't just the Council of Nicaea wasn't just totally cool. Yeah, <laughs> yes. With that, um, and obviously there is a lot of, as we have to say, prop. We we really should say with people like, especially people who are called saints from that time period the amount of fact and fiction is pretty much impossible for us to differentiate. So as much as we want to believe he slapped or hit Arius in the face, uh, there is a chance that's like saying there's flying reindeer with the St. Nicholas of today. But I think here are the things I want us to, to potentially learn from this figure, at least what we kind of know about him, right? We do know that, right, he was likely present. Again, we have to, again, I'm, I'm speaking about the kind of accepted history. So please don't make me, me, me have, say, every sentence, like, qualified, like, maybe, <laughs> so-called, because... Accepted church tradition. Exactly, exactly. That's what we're doing. That he was at Nicaea, and he was infuriated about the the way his Lord was being denigrated by Arius and the Arians, right? And that obviously the idea is that he was so mad at one of their statements that he slapped Arius because he needed to, he needed to stop him from speaking. And I think that is a part of what we need leaders to be. We do need Christian leaders who will stand and defend Christ, the truth of God, like St. Nicholas. Yeah, did. who love the Lord. And out of that deep love for the Lord, 
are willing to stand upon the truth. Right. And, 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 and take action and, and be bold. But what is the thing, Pastor Michael, you learn about St. Nicholas uh, when you were a kid, maybe, and you learn, like, where did the Santa Claus myths come from? Um, so you're talking about the St. Nick that climbs down chimneys, that leaves gifts for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and do you know what historical facts that that myth was built off of and why he's called St. Nick? Well, here is uh, the interesting thing. I have learned that in the past. In fact, I believe I've learned it from you oh. uh, and uh, maybe others with you. And I don't remember. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> so, so you Saint, have to enlighten me Saint and the Nic- whole podcast. Yeah. St. Nicholas was the reason our Santa Claus has St. Nick, right? He climbs down chimneys, gives gifts, right? Obviously there's an, you know, there's, there's all that lore, but it's based off the idea it in honoring of St. Nicholas's apparent, again, supposed accepted church history, love and care for the poor in, um, in the part of Turkey that he lived in that he would leave fruit for children, right? When they had their stockings were left out to dry because they needed them each day. He, for the most poor children would leave fruit or money so that they could eat every day. Yeah. And so that is when I was a kid, right? And you kind of start asking, where did Santa Claus come from? That's the story you hear about St. Nicholas. And you don't hear about the St. Nicholas who was punching heretics. Yes. (laughs) And here's what I'm like, this Christmas, it would be great if we learned one thing from Santa Claus. Let's put those two things together. Yeah. This is a thing that I think in many of our lives, I and I have felt too, that we have Christians who tend towards the polemic, the argumentative, the standing on truth. And then we have Christians who say we need to love and care for the poor. We need to protect those uh, who need protecting. And, and really, truly, in the example, most of all, the, the most important thing of any celebration of the nativity is, is of course, of Christ. You're not St. Nicholas, not any of that. But Christ brings those things together. Yeah. Christ is the man who loved and hugged children and will return with a sword. And I just think that we bifurcate those things so radically sometimes that it is to our detriment and to our, our detriment in our growth of christian piety it's fine i i love the go be a twitter warrior but also go help someone in need right that that the it's in my mind if i'm just reflecting this season on the the tragedy of how those things are often uh or right or, or maybe you know it's not that they're even pitted against each other it's you know and i think most people would say well it's fine for some people to have gifts in one and not the other and and i i agree with that of course your temperament your gifting might be different but the but what i think often comes across is that a person thinks well if i'm gifted as a bold polemicist kind of person you're not going to be the kind of person who can care for the poor mm. and i care for the poor i love people so that means i'm not supposed to be the denouncing of arianism yeah, I don't kind have to be of the person truth guy yeah yeah, no, absolutely. I think you're right. Um, I love, I love the idea. Let's bring these things together. This is the Christmas spirit, right? This is the Christmas spirit. Bringing these two things together uh, and and uh, seeking really just to be more like Christ in that way. I love it. Uh, what a, what a great holiday uh, greeting. Holiday greeting from from the Restless Podcast. So you know, maybe as you gather around your pagan evergreen. I mean, sorry. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> 
maybe as you uh, enjoy this holiday season, you'll uh, think a little bit more of St. Nick that way. With uh, no images of the second person to be <laughs> <yeah>. seen. <laughs> second <laughs> person of the Trinity. <laughs> We're keeping our reform bona fides here for Christmas yeah. uh, at, at the Restless Podcast. But really, um, you know, truly from uh, our homes, from the, the home of the Restless Podcast, wherever it may be at any one time. Uh, We really do hope that you and your family have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.